What's up, y'all? It's the Chris Clark Podcast Show. Man, listen, I'm, I'm glad y'all listening to another episode. Um, if you're listening, still listening to the podcast show, um, that means you, you're family now. You, 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 uh, you actually like me. Um, <laughs> but listen, um, this is a bonus episode. It's just some things been going on in the last couple of weeks, and I just want to give my two cents about it. Is that all right? First of all, y'all know we got to talk about uh, Megan and Harry. And, um, you know, it's a lot of back and forth going on. You know, um, if, you, if you lived under a rock for the last week or so, um, Megan, uh, Markle, and Prince Harry did an interview with Oprah, Miss Oprah Winfrey, um, pulling, putting out allegations against the royal family. Uh, the Queen, uh, Prince Charles, uh, Prince William, uh, his wife, um, and every everybody else they can think of that's a part of the royal family. Um, so it was a lot of stuff they were saying revealing, and one of the biggest things that they were revealing was um, the royal family is racist. <laughs> and, um, you know, my, my thing with that is... Um, Duh. <laughs> like, come on now. Uh, the royal family, they're white people. They're, they're going to be racist. Like, they have servants and, and peasants and all that other stuff that comes with it. Um, but my thing with the interview is, I really, I believe it was some truth into what they were saying, but I think they were reaching a lot. Um Reaching, when I say reaching, I mean, um, some parts I think they were lying. Um, some parts they was really stretching the truth. Um, yeah, so I, I, um, I really think like, like on one part that she was saying about, um, uh, she was trying to kill herself. She had suicidal thoughts. Um, I think it will, I think she made it out more than what it was. Um, because at some point in our lives, we all have suicidal thoughts. Think about it. Everybody thought about, it. oh, what, what would it be like if I wasn't here? You know, like what, what would happen if I would just take myself out and, and, uh, and not be here? How, how would, uh, the world be or how would my family move on? You know, things like that, like stuff like that. You know what I mean? But. I really think she, my opinion, I think she was stretching it and I think she was really trying to push out some tears when she was talking to Miss Winfrey about her suicidal thoughts and, and, and how she just didn't want to live any longer. Um, things like that. And another thing she said, um, she was talking about, um, she didn't know much of, much about her, her husband and, and the royal family. Uh, before she met him, come on now, <laughs> come on, Megan. You you could have you could have lied better than that. You got a little bit of black in you. I mean, you 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 could have could have lied a little bit better than that. Like, come on, they they got pictures of you in in front of the Buckingham Palace. I believe that's what it's called. You know what I mean? She's oh, I never I never googled my husband. Yes, you did. <laughs> like, go on, come on, Megan. Like, yes, you did. You, you ain't had to go that far with the lie. 
And I, I really believe she already knew what she was getting herself into before she got married. I think she, she felt like, oh, well, I'm going to be a princess. This is a historical moment. You know, I can be the first black princess or the first black person or mixed person in the royal family, blah, blah, blah. But she kind of knew what she was getting to. I don't think she fully knew what she was getting into, but I think she kind of knew what she was getting into. Um, but I think she wanted that fame and, and all that other stuff that, that came with it over um, the, the politics that comes with being in a rural family. Um, I, I like, like the old saying, say, if you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. Um, not, not saying I want them to get a divorce because you got to think, man, he, it's, it's a real, um, coming to America moment with, um, uh, Harry and Megan because, <laughs> Um, which we're going to talk about coming to America too a little later. But if you think about it on, on the first coming to America, um, Prince Akeem told Lisa, uh, you know, well, Lisa said, you will really give up all this for me. And he was like, yes, we can give it up right now if you want to. And she was like, man, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, now bringing it to Megan and Harry, you, you, you see, um, Harry gave it all up. Like this, this guy, he's uh, in his mid thirties, I believe we're the same age, 35, 36 years old. Um, he gave up, you know, the Royal life for his woman. Um, I mean, how many, <laughs> how many fellas would, would, would give up, um, the Royal life for your woman? Um, a woman, you know, you, you've only known for maybe a couple years prior to marrying her. Um, like this man really never had to work a day in his life. I know they say he was part of the military, but come on, he's royalty. He's a prince. He, he was in it, but he wasn't in it. If you know what I mean? Um, yeah, fellas, like, you know, leave a comment. Like how many of y'all will give up the royal life for your woman? Um, me personally, I'd be like, baby, you just gonna have to, um, you just gonna have to, uh, you know, take it, take it on the chin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, that means, you know, we're going to have to work. We're going to have to do stuff to make money. Um, you know, I mean, but you know, he, he could truly love her. Um, you know, he, he may not wanted the backlash that, that came with it. If he, if he didn't make this move, I know cause everybody, there's a lot of females say, Oh, I need a Harry in my life. I need a Harry in my life. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, until y'all broke and, and then, you know, Harry ain't got no skills. <laughs> Harry ain't got no skills to make no money because he's been, you know, spoons fed his whole life. So what would you, what would you do? Uh, you know, that, that's my opinion. That's when the, uh, the real love come in, you know, when, when, when you, you know, broke, you know, you ain't got nothing. You know, would you stay by my side? And I think she should, you know, you know, she, she's having another, they're having another baby and you should stay by your man's side because he, he gave up royalty. He gave up the royal life, like, uh, money galore. 
I don't even know how rich they are, but they I know they filthy rich. Gave up all that just to be with you. Move to a country that he's not even from. <laughs> and uh Jimmy Kimball said he left uh you know what's bad in, in uh the UK when you uh when you leave them because of racism and you go to America. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But uh <laughs> but yeah, I just I feel like, you know, even on some some um questions, you know, they was reaching, um I feel like this whole interview thing was a publicity stunt um, because they need money. I know she said, oh, you're not getting paid for this, but come on, you're getting some type of compensation. And I just read that um, CPS, not CBS, CPS, CBS, um, the station paid uh, Oprah Winfrey's company uh, between seven to $9 million for the interview. And you don't think, um, Oprah broke them off a little something, something. You know what I mean? Because this is it's basically a tell-all interview. Um, I know that they, they didn't tell all, really get some of to the juicy stuff, but they gave us a little taste uh, to make us wonder, especially about the racism. About um, she said, um, one of the royals was was talking about how dark the baby might be and what that would do to the family. Uh, but they didn't say who, but they said it wasn't the, the queen or um, the, the queen's husband um, who's in this hospital right now, you know, praying for the, for the, for the fella. Um, but yeah, I, I really think they was reaching um, on some of these questions. Um, everything I said, I don't believe, you know, uh, was true or they were stretching the truth. Um, it even got to a point where she was talking about, uh, Megan was talking about her half sister that she didn't see her, um, for many years. And, um, how can she talk about her? She don't really know her. But then the sister brought up all these pictures of them together throughout their, um, life. So it kind of, um, squashed, you know, the stuff that Megan was saying. So, um, you know got caught in a lie right there. So like, what else is she lying about? But like I said, um, I mean, it's, it's TV is entertainment. I really feel like she was, they were her and Harry were just reaching. Cause Harry looked at uncomfortable. I think it was more Megan than Harry. He, he really looked uncomfortable talking about his family like that because, um, no man really wants to, um, put his family down like that. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what the beef is or what do you got against them, it's like, all right, let's keep it in family. We don't need to push it out. But I believe she she, she looked like she, – because she's an actress. She's an actress. I ain't say she was a good one, but she's an actress. Um, she was before she uh, got into the royal family. Um, so for me, most of this was an act. It, it was an act. Um you know, you come here, you had no money. Uh, rumor has it that um, Tyler Perry put him up in, in his house um, with security and all that. It's like, all right, you over here. Ain't nobody going to bother you. I mean, you might get some paparazzis trying to take some pictures, but you don't need security like that like you was in, in, in the U.K. <laughs> but shout out to Tyler Perry, though. He's a very nice guy. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's my two cents on the Harry and uh, Megan saga, 
because it's a saga that's going to continue um, that's going on right now, which brings me to another royal family all the way in Zamunda. <laughs> Coming to America too. Man, what y'all thought came out uh, last Friday, March 5th on uh, Amazon Prime? Um, what y'all think, man? I, I, for one, man, I thought it was, I thought it was good. And this is coming from a coming to America fan. Like coming to America is my favorite movie of all time. Anybody that knows me, um, they know coming to America is my favorite all time. Eddie Murphy is the goat. That's my dude. Whatever this, this guy does. I go watch it. I've seen all his films. He's just the goat. He is somebody that I mimic my career after um, or try to at least, um, you know, we're playing the multiple characters, um, you know, the stand-up comedy, the TV, the film, um, you know, everything. That's just, that's something, um, you know, I've seen watching him growing up and that I always wanted to be. Uh, he is probably one of the reasons why I wanted to become an actor, um, you know, because Eddie Murphy, man, he the GOAT, man. But um, And Coming to America, the first one was just classic, man, even though it, I was four years old when it came out. and um, But I didn't watch it when I was four. It was years later, maybe the early 90s, uh, when I first seen it. And, um, you know, I just loved it from a kid's perspective, even though it has some cussing in it and some, some nudity. <laughs> has some has some nudity in, in the movie. Um, but, you know, a lot of stuff um, you didn't understand as a kid. And, you know, every year I watch it maybe three or four times a year still to this day. Um, and then you start to grasp, grasp the concept of certain uh, things that they were saying and talking about um, in the movie, which makes it even more funny. You know, and all the profanity, <laughs> all the profanity, um, cussing and, and the characters that Eddie Murphy and our city hall play. Um, it's just a classic movie, man. And, and, and uh, the older it gets, it's what, 30, 30, 33 years old right now. And the older it gets, the better it gets. And then we have um, Coming to America, um, which I thought it, it was more... Um, to me, it was more of a family movie because um, you guys know throughout early in Eddie's career, you know, he did the rated R movies, but more like in the 90s, um, the mid 90s on, he started to do more family movies and coming to America was no exception because, um, well, going back, they said they were never going to touch it coming to America too, um, according to our city of Hall. Um, it's an interview on YouTube. You guys check it out where he said that they didn't really want to touch it, but um, a lot of memes and, and videos and stuff came uh, about and, you know, our city will show Eddie and, and Eddie, um, Eddie's like, oh man, well, we can't get away from this movie. So they wind up uh, writing a storyline and, and um, coming out with Coming to America too. I thought it was hilarious. It had some, some really funny parts. Um, man, the costumes was beautiful, man make you want to go out and get some dashikis. <laughs> go get some dashikis, you know, all that. Um, 
uh, Black Excellence, man. That's what the movie was, Black Excellence. I don't want to give too much away because I don't know if you're listening, if you ain't watch it. Um, you know, I'm not one of them spoiler peoples. But, um, yeah, it was definitely Black Excellence, man. There was a lot of comedians in there, um, a lot of black actors. Um, majority of the cast from Coming uh, coming to America, the first one, from 88, was in this movie. Um, 30 years later, um, they had some people that were, were not in it. Um, like Eric LaSalle, uh, the soul go glide, so soul glow, uh, guy. Um, you know, he was in it. I mean, he wasn't in it. Um, uh, Lisa's sister, uh, she wasn't in it. Um, they had the landlord guy. He wasn't in it. Um, but they did bring back a lot of characters and I love the way that they um, meshed everything together. Like everything made sense. How um, if you, if you, if you go to uh, the first movie, um, the the lady Eddie Murphy was supposed to marry, uh, they brought her back. <laughs> and she, <laughs> I know I said, I won't go spoil it, but this part, she was still, uh, hopping on one foot and barking like a dog. <laughs> 33 years later, she was still uh, hopping on one foot and barking like a dog. All right, that's 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 the only spoiler I'm, I'm going to give y'all um, if you didn't watch it. But, um, yeah, so um, I wouldn't compare it to the first one. They had a lot of flashbacks to the first one, and it kind of, you know, helped this movie make more sense of Eddie Murphy finding a uh, heir, a son, because he has three daughters um, and he's trying to find an heir. I found out he has an heir back in Queens, um, you know. So the movie is, it's a family friendly movie. Um, I, I, I will let my kids watch it. Um, yeah, man, it's just an all around funny movie. I, I think everybody did a great job. Um, I think the storyline was great. It was a little predictable, um, but you can't go off of me because you know, I'm a writer, actor, director. So, you know, it, it's just, it's just in me. But, um, to me it was, it was very predictable, but it was still good. It was still fun to watch. Um, I think I watched it twice already, um, in a week. Um, so it's, yeah, it's still fun. Y'all go check it out right now. It's on Amazon prime, Eddie Murphy, our city hall, um, coming to America. Even James Earl Jones uh, was in it, man. He he came back and uh, uh, did his role as the king, which was which was funny. He was he was a little bit, he was funnier in, in this movie. Uh, so y'all go y'all go check it out. Um, yeah, and the last thing I want to talk about is a um, debate going on. I don't even know why it's a it's a debate. I really don't. Um, sugar and grits. Yeah, sugar, if y'all can see my face right now, sugar and grits. It was, um, why is that even a thing? Like, sugar do not go in grits. You need salt, pepper, and butter. That's it. Salt, pepper, butter. If you want sugar grits, just eat cream of wheat. That's what it is. Cream of wheat is, is sugary grits. So, stop. Stop doing it. You're messing it up. When our ancestors made grits... <laughs> I don't even know my ancestors made grits. But whoever made grits, when they made it, they didn't have sugar in mind. You know? 
Because grits kind of look like sugar before you cook it. So why would you add sugar in it? Huh? Why would you do that? Don't do it. If you do it, don't do it. Shout out to Pastor John P. Key. He got a song called Sugar Don't Go in Grits. <laughs> Y'all got to follow this man on uh, Instagram. Check out the song. Uh, he, <laughs> he really went in on uh, Sugar Don't Go in Grits. <laughs> but it don't go in grits. So don't do it no more. All right. Listen, um, that's the show for the day, man. I just wanted to get on here, get my two cents on uh, Megan and Harry coming to America and Sugar Don't Go on Grits, all right? Appreciate y'all listening. Y'all can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Chris Clark Comedy. Uh, You can follow me also on Snapchat and Twitter and Clubhouse at Comic Chris Clark. And... um, Check out my YouTube page, too. And uh, listen, like I say, if y'all forget all that, just go to my website, chrisclarkcomedy.com. Sign up for the newsletter. I really would appreciate it. And um, book me, you know. I'm still doing comedy, comedy shows and and uh, virtual in person. Uh, I was just in New York uh, over the weekend. Man, it was a great show, standing ovation. Uh, I was really happy to be amongst people uh, once again. Um, yeah, man. So y'all check me out. Book me for your next show. Book one of my characters, man. Pass the love offering, uh, the tide cop, you know, we, we, we do appearances with them. All right, man. Uh, y'all stay safe. Remember God is love. Peace.